Do you feel like you'd rather shut down than show up? That when you think about everything that you need to do to run your home and your business and to be successful in any way, that you just have to do it all, all the time? Well, on today's episode, I'm going to walk you through some steps that I have been taking in my life since my littlest was born. And I hope that it inspires you to show up when you'd rather stay in bed. Welcome back to Not So Picture Perfect. I'm your host, Alyssa Freaking Hollis. I am a boy mama, Atlanta family photographer, photography educator, and I love encouraging other mamas with big dreams to never give up. So I am sitting here in my car in the Target parking lot while my one-year-old is in the back asleep. He has now woken up three times, and I have had to put my seatbelt on, drive to the next parking lot, so that he would fall back asleep. This is literally what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing this job. <laughs> I've had a lot of people in the last few weeks literally tell me they didn't know how I was doing all of these things. <laughs> I also do not know how I do anything in my life. It's fine. It's totally fine. Everything's freaking fine, okay? <laughs> He's probably going to wake up in the middle of me recording this, and that just is what it is, because like most of you, I am a working mom who just does things when I can do things. I try to live on a routine and a schedule, which is kind of what this episode's about today. But this episode is about showing up when you feel like shutting down. And I'm just going to give you some applicable things that I do in my own life that I feel like have kind of set me in motion to want to show up on days when, like I said, I would so much rather stay in bed because I'm just not naturally motivated to do anything except drink coffee and lay in bed and watch Netflix. That's what's motiv that that motivates me. <laughs> so, I wanted to start this episode out with one of my favorite quotes by Mel Robbins. It's you can't control how you feel, but you can always choose how you act. And that quote is so true because like I don't really want to do anything. I mean, I really just like I said, I just want to sit home, I want to chill. I want to drink my coffee, watch my Netflix, um, or read a book. I love reading books, but as we know, with little children running around, I don't get to read very many books from start to finish anymore. That quote is much easier said than done most days. If you don't know anything about Mel Robbins, I highly encourage you to look up her five-second rule TED Talk. When I first heard this TED Talk, I was slap dab in the middle of depression. And I don't really know what started that depressive episode either, but like most people with depression, we don't really know what like puts us in one or gets us out. So after hearing this TED talk about how Mel overcame her own battle with depression, I began to trying to implement her five second rule into my life. And if you know me, you know that I have to get up at 5am. Yes, I said have to. There's no like if ands or buts about it. If I don't get up at 5am, my day does not go smooth. It usually starts with pure chaos. Most people think I love getting up early, but really, I hate it more than the Grinch hates Whoville. Most times when we want to achieve anything hard in our life, it really starts by doing something we really don't like doing. And I know that asking you to get up at 5 a.m. is probably going to piss you off. It's fine. It's really not for the faint of heart, but I promise you that you can do it. It's been the biggest thing that's changed my life, and there were parts of my life where I couldn't do it. Like when I was pregnant with my now um, one-year-old Rowan, it was so hard. Like I was so sick during my pregnancy. 
I, I couldn't do it. I would sleep. I would beg my husband to take the boys to school so that I could sleep longer. So, like, I just, I spent about a year sleeping in. And so I had to, like, restart this lifestyle back up after he was born. And honestly, for the first six months of his life, I still slept in. I didn't get up early. It caused a lot of chaos in my life. But, you know, here we are finally at the year mark and I'm, I'm doing it again. And it's, my life is so much different doing it. So, you know, as a mom with three boys, a photography business, a mentoring business, I find myself so overwhelmed and I'd much rather shut down than show up. I'd rather sit in my rocking chair, watch my baby play, than set schedules and do potential business chats, you know, about opportunities or even do the dishes. Mm, so I would much rather just rock my little life away. I hate to say it in contrary to what most people think or know about me. I'm kind of naturally lazy. I have to fight my wants to veg out to get things done and to actually achieve the goals that I have. I do want to say that rest is really good and you should schedule rest. I'm not saying that you should be a lazy, you know, bump on a log, but you should definitely like maybe pick one day a week. A lot of us Christians, we call it, we pick a day and it's called our Sabbath day. I have chosen, usually when I do it and I don't get to do it every week, I choose Friday because Fridays are the, the days that my mom, a lot of times she will come get my boys for the night. And that's really like my one day a week to, I can either chill out or I can do extra work. And a lot of times I'll chill out. That's like the night my husband and I will go on a date. And again, it doesn't get to happen all the time, but when it does, I really embrace it. So in the last year, I definitely battled, I'm going to tell you, undiagnosed PPD and, you know, PPA, which is postpartum depression and anxiety. Again, I, I didn't get diagnosed. I just read into it and diagnosed myself, which again, that may upset people, but I just didn't want to go through getting diagnosed with it. I mean, I spent the majority of the last year striving to try to figure out how to survive this new life after having you know, lived the past nine years with just two kids it kind of threw us for a loop once Roe was here, and not to mention my entire pregnancy, I was a pretty much, again, with an undiagnosed hypermesis. If you don't know what hypermesis is, I strongly encourage you to uh, read about it because it's really, really rough. Luckily, I didn't have to get hospitalized, but I do have friends that have been hospitalized who had it, what I consider way worse than me, but I definitely spent almost the entire pregnancy laying in bed or laying on the bathroom floor sick. So... You can imagine. So we were really set in our routine before Roe got here. And like most families, you know, once you bring a new baby into the mix, things start to shift and they shifted a lot for us. We were so set on our routine and our, our older boys play baseball. So, you know, we're out late a lot of nights during the week because of that. And so now we have to take turns going to the ball game. We just had to figure that out. So our routines and everything we once knew were pretty much thrown out the window. We were flying by the seat of our pants every second of the day. I mean, Lord, if any of y'all follow me on Instagram, you know, we, we, we are crazy. And I hate to use the term hot mess because that, that term is thrown around so much these days. But we really are. We're, we're a hot mess bunch. <laughs> My husband is literally the center and he's the only thing like that keeps us grounded because he's the only one that isn't um, crazy. <laughs> he's crazy, but like he is so grounded. It's unreal. And he is definitely everything that I am not. So the first nine months of Rose's life, you know, he didn't sleep. He didn't take naps. He woke up multiple times a night. I was miserable. I was tired. I was living on four shots of espresso a day, which <laughs> I'm actually living on right now. 
I found myself just really struggling to show up in my life and in my business because mo like most moms with babies, we don't really get much sleep. But with older kids, it was really, you know, it, I didn't have a choice. I had to get up in the morning to get my kids to school, you know, and they slept really, really well when they were babies and like little kids. I never had problems with them. But Roe is just a whole other breed of sweet little baby. He is just so many things. I mean, he's wonderful and smart and so beautiful. But the boy, he wants what he wants. And honestly, if you guys know anything about my middle child, Avery, Rowan, I think, is going to be like Avery, but like times 10 to the 15th power. Like, it's going to be crazy. When he starts walking, he's not walking yet. But when he starts walking, I'm going to need somebody to come save me for just a minute. Like, come help me. Bring your kids over. Let's have them all play. Like, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need some help. So, you know, with all that being said, when Ro was born, I'd find myself waking up late rushing with an attitude to get my older kids ready for school, which left me irritable. And the last thing that I wanted to do was show up for anyone or anything. I would even come home from school drop off and I would go back to sleep with him because for the first few months he would go back to sleep with me in the bed. And that went on for about, you know, four to six months. I took a good amount of time off of Instagram and I won't lie. It hurt my growth and my business because for me, all of my new leads come from Instagram. And even my past clients thought that I was not working because I just wasn't showing up. I was not pushing my face into their feeds every day like they were used to. And as much as we talk about numbers not mattering, they don't, but they do. You have to make a mindset shift when it comes to numbers, but we can talk about that another day. I found myself scrolling Instagram stories and to reflect on last week's episode, I caught myself comparing myself to other moms who seemed, you know, they were like tuck and roll from birth to work. And here I was sitting, you know, in my rocking chair or laying in my bed, just basically had any, any will to live past 9am. And I felt at that time, I honestly felt like a failure. And you know, yeah, I just had the most beautiful baby boy and he's my little rainbow baby. And but I am a driven working woman and I felt like I was failing all of the other parts of my life that I spent so much time building and cultivating and felt like now again, this is feelings and we're not supposed to rely on our feelings. The Bible says it I'm in Jeremiah. I don't know the exact you know chapter and verse, but it says our hearts are deceitful above all else. And I translate that as we should not rely on our feelings, which is you know our heart and the way that we think and things like that. We shouldn't really rely on that. But I was, I was sitting there just thinking, man, you know, all of these other women out there, they're doing all these things and I'm sitting here and I can't do them. But yes, I was sitting there with my baby. And, you know, I think that's part of like the postpartum depression. It's like, it doesn't matter how wonderful your life is in that moment. You seem to like mentally disconnect from like what's in front of you and you just think about everything you're not doing which now you know months later I feel like I'm much better and I mean I don't know if you ever really heal from postpartum depression to be honest but I'm much better than I used to be and at that time it was really hard so like if you do follow me on Instagram you probably noticed where I wasn't really showing up in those times because honestly I couldn't I felt like what was the point in showing up online when I was depressed and I was tired and I looked like poo and you know the baby was crying if I wasn't holding him it was I'm not gonna lie the first eight ish months of his little life were really really rough for all of us not just me I'm sure we all here struggle in some form of this feeling like we're falling behind in our careers and you know falling behind as moms so you know after about 10 months of struggling to show up you know pretty much subpar you know magic started happening and you know Rose started taking naps and 
he started sleeping through the night. And so that meant I was, you know, able to sleep more as well. And, you know, bills don't pay themselves. So I figured it was time to pull up my big girl panties and make some moves, even though a nap sounded much better. So, you know, after Rose started taking naps, I was able to start figuring out kind of how to create this like new routine because we needed a routine. Like my older boys, we thrived on routine. Like they knew exactly what was coming next. Like with Roe, it was just like, boo, no, we'll just see what happens today. Okay. We'll just see what happens. But one thing's for sure, we're getting Starbucks. Okay. So I'm going to give you some tips on how I push myself to show up on the days where shutting down feels like an easier option. Um, I do want to say that you can shift this entire concept if getting up early is a non-negotiable for you. I know this is not really easy for everyone and you may do things later in the evening, but for me, the showing up shifted once I made myself do all of the things I didn't want to do. <laughs> I promise everything good is right outside of your comfort zone and the comfort zone is my bed. <laughs> all right. Number one. Okay. It's my number one thing. I've already stated it three or four times throughout this episode, but I'm going to say it again. Set your alarm for 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. I know it's hard, but look, as Mel Robbins talks about in her five second rule, and this is going to sound super silly. This is literally what she explains. It's the simplest thing ever, but it, and it's so, so silly. As you're laying there in bed and you hear your alarm going off, you're going to imagine yourself as a rocket ship. Yeah. With your eyes closed, just imagine yourself. You're ready for takeoff. You're, you're about to take off. And as silly as it sounds, you're going to count from five to one, literally five, four, three, two, you can go as slow as you want, one. And then you know what you're going to freaking do? You're going to stand up. You're going to put your mother loving feet on the floor and you're going to stand up. I don't care how bad you don't want to do it. I promise you, once you get up, you know, a body that's in motion is going to stay in motion. A body that is laying down is going to remain laying down. And that you can use that metaphor for any part of your life, motherhood, your marriage, your, your work life, if you remain in the same spot, you're going to stay there. You have to get in motion to get things going. As much as you don't want to, you have to freaking battle your mind because your mind is going to tell you that you're comfortable, that you're warm, that you're cozy, that you're in that comfort zone. I don't care, okay? Like, I'm talking to myself here, so don't think I'm yelling at you. I had to tell myself these things. You just have to freaking stand up. You just have to move your feet. And for me, 5 a.m. is really my sweet spot because I use those two hours to get things done so that I, you know, have more one-on-one -on -one time with my kids and others who I love throughout the day that I love to talk to. I spend a good amount of my day, you know, conversating with my friends through Instagram because I'm going to be honest, the majority of my friends do not live in Georgia. And even if they do, you know, voice messaging, Marco Polo, Instagram, video chat, we definitely utilize our phones for what they were made for <laughs> communicating <laughs> with people that we love. So, you know, I find that if I don't do this in my life, then my home just does not run smooth. We're all thrown off. We tend to be irritable. And I don't know about you, but in my, if my day starts like crap, it tends to remain in a crap fest. It's like just laying in pig muck. If we don't start the day right, which is why if you go back to my social media boundary episode, I talk about how you can't pick up your phone in the morning because if it if you end up picking up your phone and you open up a pile of poop, you're going to you're going to sit there and get you're going to be stuck in poop all day. Okay? Okay, moving on. So, the next one, you're just going to, you know, you're going to once you've gotten up, 
your feet are on the floor, you know, go grab your coffee, grab your Bible, grab the book that you're reading, go take a hot shower, anything that you think you need to do to just, you know, pep up your morning. This is like a time where you can, this is you getting your me time, your alone mom time, which we don't all get. You know, right now, I used to have a two hour window that I really got to spend with myself. But right now it's about an hour because Ro is waking. He's kind of waking up at six. So then you're going to go get one task done that you feel like is a little bit harder when your little ones are running around. Like for me, it's pretty much anything. But <laughs> I definitely get up. I get my coffee. I get my Bible. I get my book that I'm reading in my notebook. And, you know, I spend about an hour at the dining room table, you know, doing my Bible study or, you know, writing in my prayer journal or, you know, or just sitting there in the quiet of the morning with my coffee, not listening to anyone scream or fight. It's a great, great place to be. I promise you, mamas, if you get this, even if you guys just get 30 minutes in the morning, it is just this magical moment that I feel like the Lord gives us. But we don't get it if we don't take the opportunity to get up. We have the option. We just have to do it. I tell my kids all the time, it's your choice. You have to make the right choice or not necessarily right because getting up early is not necessarily the right choice. It's just if you want that time that you don't get. And, you know, I have a lot of friends who their husbands, like they work out of town for a couple weeks at a time or, you know, their husbands are in the military and they have to do a lot of these daily routines alone. And, you know, getting that extra 30 minutes or an hour in the morning, they could just make such a difference in like the way that you're showing up for your kids and the way that you're showing up for your business, you know, whatever it may be. So then, you know, you could go listen to an episode of your favorite podcast, Kid Free, you know, because sometimes it's hard to listen to podcasts while your kids are around, you know, go edit, you know, one gallery in the dark, quiet of the morning. I mean, you get a lot, I'm telling you, you get a lot done in these hours. Or you could plan out your to-do list for the day. I know for me, like, I can't read a book or make a to-do list if there's a lot of noise happening. So like if the baby's playing or music is playing or the kids are fussing in the early morning, like hours getting ready for school like I can't really mentally focus on things but that you know that's a that's a personal issue right there so the key to showing up when you want to shut down is just pushing yourself to do it even when you don't want to you might want to recruit an accountability partner and if you need me to be that for you I'm here you can always find me on Instagram you know a lot can be done like I said in this these fresh hours of the morning and I know some people are not as productive in the morning and neither was I sometimes I've said this before a couple minutes ago Getting what you want in the long run means sacrificing something else now. And, you know, you might end up enjoying it. And if not, you might just thank yourself later. So when you start doing these things, you know, in the morning or, you know, however you want to do these routines that you get, you know, to yourself, it will set you in motion to keep you wanting to show up for the rest of your day. I just like to start, you know, do these things in the morning because it's the start. Like I said, like, Everything that you do in the morning is setting the pace and tone for the rest of your day. Like if you go to Starbucks in the morning every day and they mess up your order, well, and if you ain't right with Jesus, you're probably going to flip out on them because, oh, honey, a couple years ago, you would not catch me being so nice. I am so nice now, and that's because of Jesus. A couple years ago, if somebody messed up my order, I, mm, I wasn't very nice, and that, you know, that's part of my uh, testimony that we'll get to one day. You know, if you have somebody do that and they mess up your order or or get something in your bag if you're, you know, going to get breakfast at Chick-fil-A, you kinda you kinda get mad, you get upset, and that could set the tone for the rest of your day, just like getting up late and rushing around with your kids. 
It may make you not want to show up on Instagram that day because you're too tired. You don't have time to fix your hair, which you should show up on Instagram as yourself. I don't care. Use a filter. Boo. Just who cares? Who freaking cares? If the filter makes your lips look 10 times too big, I'm going to call you on it when we meet, okay? Because I'm going to meet some of y'all. I've met so many random strangers from the internet. I really do not know how I'm still alive. It is what it is. So I want to leave you with this. The Bible says in Colossians 3, 23 through 24, whatever you do, work at it with your whole heart as if you're working for the Lord, not for humans. Since you know that you will receive inheritance from the Lord as a reward, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. I have this verse written down next to my computer and um, actually used to have it on my mirror too. And it's because, you know, in this work and even as a mom or a wife or whatever, this verse, I swear, is my favorite verse. People talk about it all like, you know, what's your favorite verse? And I mean, of course, I have like a couple favorites, but well, I have way more than a couple. But this one's definitely my favorite because I, like I said in the beginning, like I'm just, I'm a worker, like I'm a worker. I don't know if that was the right word, but like I, I need to work. I truly, deep down in my heart, believe that Jesus gave me this job because it gives me so much joy. Like, even on the hard days, like, I can find joy in it. And as a mom, like, we have so many hard situations happening in our life. And, you know, we may show up online and everything may seem perfect. But behind the scenes, we, you know, we may be struggling a lot with our middle child. And I'm not saying that's me. It might be my friend. But <laughs> this verse, you know, like, focusing on doing the work, showing up for God, and for what he has for me every single day, you know, as a mom and as a business owner, as a wife, if I stay stuck in places that I don't need to be, I'm not showing up for everyone in my life. And for showing up for, you know, these people that you care about in your life. And that also includes your clients and potential clients. And, you know, for me, it's also my, you know, my children, my husband, my Instagram community that I love so much. Um, and now you guys, it's a new, a new community that I'm showing up for. I'm finding that, you know, if I focus on, okay, you're doing this for God, not necessarily for man, I'm actually reaching people and they're seeing that I'm showing up because God's like, God's telling you to show up and I'm doing it for him because of, you know, inevitably, like I'm showing up for other people too. And that is me showing them the love of God. So I hope you enjoyed this episode live from my car in the Target parking lot. And you guys, Rose stayed asleep the whole time. Thank you, Jesus. I'm just going to thank the Lord because I swear if he didn't want the word to get out, Rowan would have woke up and I would have probably never have been able to say any of this. So I just hope in some way that this has encouraged you to show up when you feel like shutting down.